Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 611 on Wisconsin's Morning News, we got an extraordinary delivery here to the program. What was it? It was cheese. Wisconsin cheese refrigerate on arrival. This is the um, unboxing. I don't recall ordering any cheese. Pine River, the sharp cheddar cold pack. <laughs> so if you want to see the video of the unbox, people watch unboxing videos. Uh, it's exciting. Yeah, it's very satisfying. People opening the new iPhone, opening a box of Legos, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So we did an unboxing. We got this package and like what what I didn't order this whatever it was addressed to to me but I believe it was for the program okay. it was from Pine River Dairy and they're up in in Manitowoc. Now, why did we get this? So first first of all it's a box of cheese. And it's all sorts of those cheese spreads, you know the kind that comes in like the bucket and you, you spread put it on, on the, the cracker. Oh, absolutely those Look, are great. Listen to what was all in this. 60 month cheddar. Aged Asiago, spicy beer, cranberry cheddar. Mango habanero, and it's still coming. Swiss and almond, port wine, the classic, and ooh, horseradish from Pine River, made with aged natural cheddar, cold pack cheese food. Why did we get this? Because you did the cheese thing, the cheese championship up oh, in Green right. Bay, the Gouda, and which... I mentioned I would, you know, I like a nice, you know, little Gouda or whatever. Mm-hmm, but sure. I'm like, I'll take that cheese spread. And then I think I mentioned Merck's, which is another popular kind. Okay, yeah. And then somebody in the text line is like, no, you got to try Pine River. I'm like, I don't know from Pine River. So Pine River sent us a whole bunch of cheese. <laughs> All right. And by us, you mean? Like the program. Where are? Where is it is what I'm getting. Did you not get any? I was handing nope. it out yesterday. No, I didn't. Uh, Eric that's got okay. some. I'm sorry I skipped you, Deb. That's okay. Probably can, shouldn't be eating it anyway. I can bring my tub back. <laughs> what, what, okay. did, what did you end up with? I uh, got the spicy beer. Okay. And it's got a little kick and it's just about perfect. It's a it's a good kick with a little bit of flavor. Good in for there. you though. You broke into it last night. Oh yeah, we you? tore in. <laughs> we tore into one of the cheddars. I can't remember which which of the cheddars at my residence. My son was hoarding the crackers. He's a cracker guy. I'm like when he was done, he's like, No, I'm saving these. <laughs> I'm not done with the Put cheese. The crackers away. Right, yeah. Hmm. Pancake, what did you end up with? I had the mango habanero and oh. the cranberry one. I'm waiting for a report on the habanero. I'm very excited. Me, mango habanero, March Madness. It's going to be wow. quite a date. What kind of crackers are you going to put that on? Uh, probably some Ritz, and then yep. I'll get you know go with the OG, and then I'll mix it up. Maybe a Triscuit? Yeah, definitely. Got some wheat thins in the pantry. Ooh. They delivered it in a really neat pack, too, like a cold pack and all sorts of stuff like that. So if you're interested, that's uh, Pine River Dairy up there in Manitowoc. You can find them on the internets. Got to celebrate the locals. Enjoy. Absolutely. 614 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The NBA's best team was back in action following a big win in Sacramento, and they were in search of their 50th win on the season. Turning the tables here in the early going. Connaughton puts up a contested three, and he hits it with a foul. Oh, baby, did Pat need that one? You could see it from his reaction on the floor. Pumps his fist and. That is exactly 
the spark I needed. Dave Kane oh, on the call right Kane. here on oh, WTV. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. The Bucks would find themselves in a back-and-forth first quarter, but find some separation heading into halftime thanks to Giannis. That was Paul, but he turned it over. Zingle stepped in front of the pass. Off to Hulley. Sends it to the corner. Now to Giannis. Giannis on the left wing. Missed the three-pointer. And the rebound kept alive by Holiday. Feeds it back into Giannis, who is cutting in and rams it home with a two-hand jam. The jam there would help the Bucks go into halftime up by nine. However, the game would tighten up in the fourth quarter after being tied at 97 apiece. The Bucks would eventually find their rhythm and go on a 6-0 and run with some help from Brooke Lopez. Holiday will slowly amble into the front court, triggers the pass ahead to, to Joe Ingles. Ingles drives down inside, hands off to Lopez, who powers his way through a defender and lays it in with a foul. Lopez finished the game with 21 points and 10 boards, while Giannis led the game in scoring with 36 as the Bucks cool down the Suns for their 50th win on the season, winning 116-104 to 104 after the game head coach Mike Budenholzer on the tough win on a back-to-back on the road. Yeah, I mean, lots of times, you know, we use the word character and talk about character. That's that's what happens. You know, that that one stung the Golden State game and uh, just the way they responded and Sacramento's playing, you know, really good basketball. Phoenix is a tough team and, you know, to come in here, you know, both of us are on back-to-back, so it's it's kind of, you know, it's a little bit of a gut check and, you know, it was a great game. The Bucks are back home as Indiana comes to town on Thursday. The NFL new league year is upon us, and, well, the biggest question mark remains in Green Bay. What will Aaron Rodgers decide to do in 2023, and what exactly are his options? The Jets are just sitting and waiting on the word from number 12, whether or not he will or won't play. And really, when you boil it down, it comes down to two primary options for Aaron Rodgers. Either he's going to play football in New York with the Jets, or he's going to retire. Adam Schefter there on ESPN on Tuesday. Now, we could get some clarity on the situation as Rodgers is scheduled to appear on the Pat McAfee show at noon today. And here and here that uh, Donald Driver signing with the Jets. Another signing for the Not Jets. Not true. <laughs> Check off your bingo cards. Uh, and finally, in some other news around the NFL and within the NFC North, actually, as former Chicago Bears running back David Montgomery has inked a deal with the Detroit Lions for three years at $18 million. 618 on Wisconsin's Morning News. At the moment, far as we know, still Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Expected on his weekly appearance for the Pat McAfee show. You know, I, I sometimes laugh when people talk about, you know, down years for me, because a lot of times down years for me are career years for most quarterbacks. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's why they love him on that show. Wow. It's the one place he'll say pretty much all his stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Comfortable there. His thoughts are there. Um, AJ Hawk, his buddy is sort of the co-host who you never hear from and never says anything. Right. So it's officially, know. he just smokes a cigar. It's officially done now, <laughs> right? right? Yes. Like, this is it. This is the end now, finally. Right? That's We're, what they're saying. I mean, so it's going to happen today at some point, although he can't really announce a trade, but he'll definitely be on talking about his future. That's been my point, is as everyone's expecting him to just roll out on the show and be like, yep, here's the deal. Like, 
it's not necessarily his news exclusively to announce. I mean, he's the contractor. He's the independent yeah. contractor here, but he still works for people. I gave you the analogy. Like when I was leaving TMJ4 and I was coming here to WTMJ, like all sides were involved in a conversation about when is that news made public? Is it going to be, you know, was Gene going to announce it here mm-hmm, first? Mm-hmm. Were we going to say it on TMJ4? But it certainly wasn't me rolling out on a podcast going like, <laughs> I just want to tell everybody something. And yeah, but both, you wanted to. Right. My current employer and my future employer going, hey, what? You still work for us. So he definitely has leverage, clearly, because he is. Um, he had a list of players that he wanted to go to the Jets, right? So Lazard signed a deal, which the Jets may have done anyway, but they got Lazard. There's reports out there that he's pushing Cobb to go to New York. Uh, Mercedes Lewis says here, um, let's see here, Gary Ellis. <laughs> Javon Walker, also. Javon Walker, Robert Brooks is on no, the list. No, he's not. Sterling Sharp, no. <laughs> Sterling Sharp also. No, but like he, so he, there is some leverage that the star player still has that the Jets have For already now. signed or are working to sign the preferred players that Rodgers is apparently asking. But I, you know what, wouldn't surprise me if a lot of that was crap. Antonio Freeman. <laughs> Free. <laughs> Bringing him on. Now. Well, so I'm talking to my wife last night and she, she's asking me questions about this. You know, she's like, well, so this and that, you know, Mercedes Lewis, Randall Couch, didn't he have all those guys this last year? And didn't he complain <laughs> all the time about he didn't have the guys to throw to? Like, well, now, what, you want that same I'm, band I'm going to have that in my extra points because that's, in that's a new funny town? how that works out. That's funny. Yeah, but you get, you're familiar. It's some of your closest buddies. It's a brand well, so new what, place. So what, wasn't good enough here? Well, no, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Clearly not. Well, so here's a question. Who will have more pressure on them, Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love? Aaron Rodgers without question. You think so? I know. I, I believe so because he's going into a situation that he's controlling. He's demanding certain players. Alan Lazard just got paid. Garrett Wilson, who was uh, in conversation with Rookie of the Year, a number, a top five defense in New York. A, you know, the AFC's tougher, but he's also at the – back end of his career and he's got the highest you know salary this year as a quarterback I mean he's got to win now Jordan Love is I don't think has any pressure on him I disagree I but think let, everyone let assumes you, that he's going to play for 10 to 15 years let me ask you why though why would Jordan Love have the pressure on him <laughs> because everyone assumes he's going to be great and we don't nobody need, we don't need a whole you don't because you pay attention <laughs> <laughs> The rest Everyone. of us Jamokes are like, we're just going to roll into another <laughs> yeah. Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, I suppose. I think yes. the expectations are down for Jordan Love, to be quite honest, because we haven't seen enough of Your them. expectations. I think I don't fans, know fans in general. I, I agree. I think Packers fans will give Jordan Love some room. They'll give him a season. Mm. But if he's not great, like next season already, yeah, there's going to be some wondering and some worrying, particularly if Rodgers does well over in New York. But in terms of who has more weight, it's got to be Rodgers, because after all of this and all of the. The waiting and the changing and the I might and I maybe and the big money at stake. Like the Jets are expecting their Super Bowl bound. Oh, yeah, Short of a Super Bowl for the Jets with Aaron Rodgers this year is a bust, right? And they're, they're trying to get him for a couple of years, right? Yeah. That'll probably I, I, be the... And that's the other thing. You bring up a good point, Derek, because I feel like with these deals, if you're bringing over Cobb, you, you give Alan Lazard a four-year deal. Don't forget Jordy Nelson. They're bringing Jordy Nelson, <laughs> Donald Driver. That's not know. true. <laughs> this has got to be more than a one-year deal in New York for Aaron Rodgers, which would bode well for Green Bay in their in their compensation return because I think that more than one year of Aaron Rodgers going to New York, New York's going to ship off uh, more to the Green Bay Packers as far as draft compensation.
at 642. So we had a laugh on yesterday's show about the section of the tax code. Real thing. That requires you to claim stolen property and money from illegal activities. So if I were to steal a car from you, I'd have to claim that in my tax. As taxable income, yes. <laughs> and that is how taxes work. That's not fair. You're learning. Yeah, IRS publication 525 on the taxable and non-taxable income Income from illegal activities such as money from dealing illegal drugs must be included in your income schedule, one form 1040, line 8Z, or on schedule C, form 1040. Like, it gives you the line and where, like, Brilliant. like if you were somehow not in the know, you're like, oh, hey, actually, I was filing my taxes this year and all these drugs I sold, I made a lot of money. <laughs> so this is where I record that income. So we goofed on that, and rightly so. But it was pointed out to me by several astute fans of the program and that there's actually a very practical application for these rules. And it's how they bust mobsters, most famously Al Capone. But I get nowhere unless the team wins. Team. Yeah, and that was the end of that guy. <laughs> what a great movie. Baseball bat scene, Robert De Niro in The Untouchables. That sound doesn't quite make the right sound effect. <laughs> That's not the right sound. Bat to head, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> right, that was, a, that was a guy's head he was bashing. <laughs> but yeah, they, right, they couldn't get Capone on anything, right? For the longest time, the feds were after him, the feds were after him, the feds were after him. They eventually got him on tax evasion, right? That's what yep. ended it yep. all. Yep. And so others suggesting it's actually used in prosecuting big-time criminals more often than we may think. So if you can't get the goods on them for the transactions or the other illicit activity, get them on the tax evasion. Brilliant. I like that. So there is a practical application. That doesn't mean it's not also funny. I was so hoping for another Untouchables cut. I thought yeah, you'd be tipping in with one more. <laughs> Just one more Swanson. And that is how taxes work. 644 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Following their win in Sacramento, the Bucks were right back in action as they traveled out to Phoenix and walk out with their 50th win of the season, winning 116-104. to With the win, the Bucks extend their lead for the number one seed in the Eastern Conference to three games over the Boston Celtics and are the first team to clinch a playoff spot this season. Giannis led the way for the Bucks with 36 points and Brooke Lopez added 21. Next up for the NBA's best team is a home matchup on Thursday against Indiana. Over to College Hoops as the Wisconsin Badgers take care of business in their first round of the NIT tournament, beating Bradley 81-62 at the Kohl Center. Stephen Crowell had a career night, dropping 36 points in the win. The Badgers will face off with Liberty on Sunday in round two. The time is yet to be determined. And the Brewers are back on the diamond tonight. First pitch is set for 840 against Arizona. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. The Aaron Rodgers saga is set to take on a new chapter today, whether it's the end of the story or a yet-to-be-seen. However, the four-time MVP quarterback is scheduled to appear on the Pat McAfee Show later this afternoon. To put it shortly, get your bingo cards ready, Packer fans. We all know how this is going to go down. There will definitely be some passive aggressiveness towards the organization and Brian Gutenkins. Rodgers will laugh at all the current reports, citing no one has access to his inside circle, even though literally everyone is reporting the exact same thing. He will talk about his darkness retreat, and at the end of it all, we may or we may not 
get an answer regarding his playing future, even though he said this would not be the case just a mere two months ago. My take on this is simple. I've, like you, had enough. As it stands right now, Rodgers is actively recruiting other players to play for a team he currently doesn't play on. Let that sink in for a minute. GM, QB, or owner? Tough to tell, honestly. What I find most interesting, I guess we could say interesting, is the experts, the pundits, and the fans have always slammed their hands on the talking table. Give Aaron Rodgers weapons to win, as they scream to the front office. Yet, what's funny and ironic is his list of demands require half of the Packers receiving options from a year ago, Lazard, Cobb, and Mercedes Lewis. Funny how that happens, isn't it? Anyway, the bottom line here, Aaron Rodgers has been one of my favorite players I've had the pleasure of watching throughout the years, and he should be, and he will be, celebrated for his on-field achievements. But this is beyond enough. This has been way too much. It's it's not fair to everyone who has unfortunately been involved in this ugly, dragged-on off-season mess. Practice what you preach, Aaron. Words here, they matter. Don't tell everyone you don't want to hold the organization, or in this case, organizations in the Jets and Packers hostage, when that is exactly what you are doing. This morning, the Justice Department and the SEC are launching investigations into the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. The uh, SEC and the Department of Justice both will be interested in who knew what when. Former Securities and Exchange Commission Chairman Paul Atkins reports that the bank's CEO sold millions in stock just two weeks before the bank collapsed. Meanwhile, assurances that businesses and individuals with money in the bank will be made whole and that restoring their funds is not a taxpayer bailout. Dr. Ken Harris, our teammate at 1017 The Truth, with us this morning with some thoughts on this. You and I were talking yesterday. Money's coming from somewhere. <laughs> it's coming from somewhere and it went somewhere. Right. It's gone. Where, where did it go? Well, I'm, 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 I vaguely remember growing up, there was this little thing called the Dodd-Frank. Yes. Where it was supposed to fix regulation over banks. Didn't Bernie Frank sit on the board of SVB? So how exactly did you? So the, the, it disturbs me because it looks criminal. It looks like somebody did something. So you have to ask yourself, This is a bank that invested in people who were starting companies. They would give you a line of credit. If I got if I got a letter from Vince Vetrano Investments and he's going to give me a hundred bucks to invest, I could go to the bank and get that in a loan, just based on your letter. Uh, And then I invested in T bills, Treasury backed investments. You know, stuff everybody in the world tells us is safe. Right, 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 right. We keep hearing that too. So were the regulators asleep at the wheel? Or is there something going on here where we just don't know? Well, what do you make of, you know, being we're all being told the banks are safe, the banks are safe, the banks are safe. This is not indicative of a larger situation like we saw in 2008. You know, in the circles I travel, people I talk to, this is not something that people are really talking about or that worried about. We've had four bank failures. We've had four failures since January this year. We're forgetting about FTX. If you really think about the setup. Oh, the crypto guy, yeah. It's right. still set up like a bank. You put your money in, you wait, you get investment, you get it back. But it's not insured. 
The only difference is $250,000 is insured by the FDIC, but I had, what, $3.5 billion in the bank? So where'd it go? But then I'm out, president, CEO, finance guy, right? right? Everybody gets a payout and leaves. And then all of a sudden, the bank fails. Can what? you tighten regulations a bit? Well, we don't, we don't know if it's regulators or is, it, or is there just a law missing? Like Frank Dodd was supposed to take care of this, yeah. and it didn't, and it failed. And the guy that co-sponsored it and co-wrote it was sitting on your on board. board yeah. So how do you explain that? How do you come off of that? I just don't know where the money actually goes. Like I, what we were talking yesterday about my, my grasp on economics is right, but like, <laughs> your, your pants pocket, right? right? If, if it so, ain't in the coffee can, I don't know where it is, and that's why like crypto kind of weirds me out. Well, I, I guess it's the opposite. Your money is in my bank, and I'm holding it for you to pay your payroll. But I loaned it out, and I lost. So I don't have any money because the government said, oh, you don't need to keep 20% of it there. You can keep two, right? Whatever the number is. Mm -hmm. And now everybody came back and wanted their money and there wasn't enough cash on hand. So this does very little for folks who have trust in banks as well, because there is that segment of the population that says, I don't, I don't invest or I don't do whatever. They're, I always feel Correct. like with these things, whether it's crypto or whether it's the stock market, like you don't want to be the only sucker who didn't throw in and get rich like everybody else. But by the same token, like I, I'm probably more cautious than most. Well, there's the bank of mattress. <laughs> right? That's a real thing. Yeah, it has to be a real thing. E even if it's a portion of your money, you're going to have to keep some of it in cash to have it readily available. Otherwise, you're going to be in trouble again. You, you want to know a, a silly admission? Uh-oh. So my wife and I have talked about, you know, like, should we have, just like what Ken said, like in case of, you know, for whatever reason, there's a huge power outage and you can't access your cash for weeks or, you know, EMP kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. like fries the electrical grid or whatever. Right. Should we have some, like Ken right. said, cash on hand? And I even said to my wife, I'm like, well, you know, like some folks have like gold, like gold, gold bars. coins or even like gold coins, something like material, right? Mm -hmm. If the cash, whatever. And she says to me, she goes, if we're at a point in our world where something's happened, where you need gold to conduct transactions, she goes, we ain't going to make it anyway. So <laughs> we probably don't need it. Keep that woman. Right? <laughs> we're done. That's the least of our problems. 657. Thanks, Dr. Ken.